Hello, and welcome to Tomversations, that's T-H-O-M-versations, where the H makes all the difference. How the H are you? Well, I gotta say, it's been a... a I've had better days, right? Um, well, today we're talking about the death of pets. And today, mainly, this conversation is talking about the death of our pet, Daisy. Daisy Munda, as she's known. Daisy was a dog. Boston Terrier Miniature Schnauzer Mix. Uh, officially, that is a mixed breed as a mini boz, by the way, which I didn't know that when I bought her for 40 bucks from a couple who had a Boston Terrier and it got knocked up by the neighbor's miniature schnauzer. But she was a great dog, smart dog, full of personality. And um, she was the first pet that I chose as an adult. Okay. And by the way, I will be doing some talking here, but... There will be a conversation later in the podcast with Amit Sharma. Uh, maybe you heard the podcast early with Amit. He's been on the show before. And Elise, my wife. And it's about Daisy. So, but but keep listening. There's there's more than just me talking about the death of a dog. But anyway, so I had, we had, Elise and I had Daisy euthanized. She was 16 years old. You know, it's pretty old for a dog, but she was a tiny dog, which is not really incredibly aged for such a tiny dog. 20 years old is not uncommon for a little dog to get to, right? But anyway, she wasn't eating. She was rather feeble. Like she couldn't stand up. We have hardwood floors. She would have a really difficult time um, when laying down and then trying to get up. Get up. She just didn't have enough strength to keep her feet under herself. It was horrible, but you know, we were hand feeding her for like the last two months of her life. You know, we tried to get her to eat anything. And by anything, I mean dog treats. Nearly every kind available. You name the treat, we probably tried it. Nope. Grilled chicken? No. Steak? She'd turn away. Look away from steak. Bacon? Bacon, people? No. Cheese? No. Ice cream, though. Ice cream... Worked for about two days. You know, we, we were trying anything and everything to get her to eat. But, uh, you know, but then, no, she wouldn't eat it again. But Daisy used to love food, all food. You gave her some from your hand and she'd nearly take off your fingers. Like, gulp, you know, gulp and it's gone. Uh, you open the fridge, boom, she's right there. And if you were eating something, she wanted some. You eating a carrot? Can I have some carrot? Are you eating a chip? Can I have some chips? I love chips. You know, whatever it was. She just loved it. You know, except vegetables. But she would do nearly anything for a frozen pea. That's a great treat, by the way. If you're trying to train your dog or something, frozen peas, a great treat. They love them for some reason. Our dogs do. We still have one dog left. That sounds so bad. One dog left. We have another dog uh, and it's Rody, who's a crazy mix of animal, but uh, a mutt, but beautiful dog. Anyway, uh, so Daisy's last days, you know, even though she loved food, she wasn't eating. You could feel her bones. You could practically see her bones under her really loose skin. And when she was young and healthy, Daisy weighed about 19 pounds. And a couple of months before her demise, she weighed about 15 pounds. Then last doctor visit, uh, say about a week before her death, she was 11.9 pounds. And then, well, she weighed even less by the time the deed was done, you know. So it was, uh, 
Time to go. But I'll tell you, having to euthanize your pet, that is one of the toughest decisions that I've ever have to make. I'm sure it'd be one of yours that you've ever have to make. And from talking to other people, you know, that's what they say. It's so difficult. Uh, my friend Tom Perry said it was excruciating. Yeah, I would I'd agree. So anyway, it's so horrible. You know, you have to call a vet and you go, hi, can I have someone come over to the house, say like Tuesday morning and kill my pet, please? That'd be great. Thank you so much. It's awful. It was awful. And shout out to the vet, Dr. Melissa Kurt. She is a great vet, by the way, here in Moscow, Idaho. Well, she came over the house about, uh, I don't know, a little after eight in the morning. And we put Daisy in a spot she loved to lay right in front of the back door, which is uh, mostly glass. It's basically a big window. Um, we laid her out in the sunshine. And um, so I, uh, I just stared in her eyes the whole time. I wanted her to know that she was safe. She's in loving hands the whole way through. And I wanted her, I wanted to be the last thing she saw. Because uh, Daisy and I, you know, I've known Daisy longer than I've known my wife. So, but uh, by about, uh, say, 8.15, she was gone. We all cried. A lot. It fucking sucked. But, you know... I could, I can go on about Daisy. She knew about 50 commands and tricks. Like, uh, she could sneeze on command. She has this trick called find the money. You have her like not look at you. Somebody would take her to a different room. Even I take money, dollar bill, $5 bill. What didn't matter. Some, a bill, some kind I put it in one of my front pockets, tell her to find the money. And she would paw on the pocket that had the money in it. True. I'm not making that up. I've got it on video. But since Daisy's passing, I have had a change of perspective on a few things. One of them is that I would feel rather callously toward people who were suffering because they had their pet euthanized. I wasn't outwardly callous, but inside I'm thinking, well, you know, it's just a cat or it's just a dog. But uh, now that I've done it, I know the pain that you feel when you have that done. It's, it's horrible. It's awful. You feel, you know, did you make the right decision? Uh, but uh, I've noticed now that people, when I talk to about having had a pet euthanized, they treat you different if they have had to do the same thing. They really give you a lot of empathy a lot of emotion, a lot of support. And people who have not had that, they say, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about your pet. That's bad. But people who have had to do it go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. Because they know. You know. But I will say every person, though, everyone has been kind, thoughtful, and generous. Everyone. You know, it's not like anybody made a snide comment or anything. But, you know, if you've ever had to kill your pet, put a euthanize him, kill your pet. Sounds so bad. Euthanize your pet. You know the hurt. 
you know, you feel for anyone who has had to do that to their pet, you know, from a parakeet to a horse, you know, it's just awful. It's awful. So, you know, it's not every pet can be euthanized or maybe should be euthanized. I don't know how to phrase that. I mean, what about hamsters and, uh, like rats or, you know, a snake or, uh, like a pet tarantula. What do you, if you know that that thing is suffering and dying, how do you euthanize it? How do you relieve it of its pain? So a friend of mine had given me a couple of rats, pet rats. They were his pet rats. He gave them to me. He's moving somewhere where he couldn't have them. I got them. And you know, rats only live like two years, three years, something like that. They have a very short lifespan. And, um, well, they were obviously ill. One of them had this huge like goiter or something around its neck. I'm like, oh my God, this thing is sick. So I call a vet and the vet's like, well, you know, it, there's nothing we can do about it. And this was like in, geez, I don't know, early 2000s. And so, you know, what do you do? What do you do? Do you, what do you do with a pet rat that you need to euthanize? So you, what do you do? You give it rat poison? That's horrible. How can I do that? You know, so I remember searching on the internet at the time and one was like, you put it in a bag and you put it over the muffler of your car. So you're basically gassing it. Right. But then another, somebody else was saying, oh, don't do that because cars today don't have, um, as much exhaust as they used to harmful exhaust as they used to like in the fifties or sixties where nobody really cared or seventies where it wasn't a big deal if your car just blew a bunch of smoke, you know, burned up the atmosphere. But, um, so one thing that it said was to put, take your creature, whatever it was, put it in a box and put it in a freezer, basically freeze it to death. Right. Okay. That doesn't sound exactly horrible, but you know, what else do you do? I have no idea. I'm not going to sit there and smack it over the head with a rock. It's horrible. So I did that two rats, put them both in a box in the freezer. And then you can hear them screeching to try to get out of the box in the freezer. I left, I left that. I left. <laughs> I was living in a duplex at the time. I left. I was gone for two hours. I don't know what I did, but it didn't matter. I wasn't home. I wasn't hearing it. Ugh. So came home, opened the door. No, no, there's no, I don't hear any scratching. Don't hear any scratching at the box or anything. Okay. That's positive. Totally open, totally in my head. I'm thinking I'm going to open the freezer and they're just going to jump out of me or, you know, something like that. Open the freezer and well, they're both dead, but they're out of the box. They had chewed their way, clawed their way out of the box and they'd also chewed up some like frozen hamburger I had in there. And of course, you know, rats just pee and poo all the time. It just seems constantly. And, um, so that was in the freezer and I was like, oh, oh my God, what a horrible feeling. You know, I just, it's just so bad, but you know, that's what I did. And I just, I chucked everything in that freezer. I chucked it all. I just took everything out and I just threw it all away. I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. I'll start again. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. 
Right. So that was that was an experience. You ever had to do that? Right. You know, you, you try to do your best for your pet. You know, but you know, pets, they get to your heart. And we humans, we need pets. Or do we need pets? Why? Why do we have pets? What really is the purpose of a pet? Do you ever, do you have a favorite pet that you've ever had? You know, is it okay to think that that pet was somehow better? You like that pet better than like your current pet? Oh, this sounds so bad. All these questions. I've been thinking of asking Dr. Kurt to have a conversation with me, but you know, the emotions have just been a bit raw lately. And uh, I want to have an intelligent, thoughtful conversation about that without uh, too much emotion. Yeah, I think that would be a good talk. Yeah, but uh, I already have another one waiting, and, I'm, and this one is late, way late, but uh, such as it is. You know, I've, I've had uh, been going through some things lately. It's crazy how, you know, the loss of a pet gets you really thinking about that. You have something that you lose that's so close to you, really gets you thinking about your life. And it's a pet, you know. Am I living my best life? Did I do a great job with hers? You know, dogs and pets, they, they trust you. There is this unwritten contract that I am your pet. You will take care of me. And did I violate that contract by euthanizing my dog? You know, things to think about. If you have ever lost a beloved pet, I'm really sorry for you. I feel your emotions to that pet. And you know, again, I've been thinking a lot about this, that uh, I once heard that uh, pets are a very common way which kids first learn about and experience death. It was likely yours. I know it was mine. We had a dog. That dog's name Buffy. Buffy died when I was like, oh man, was it second, third grade? What was that? Seven, eight years old, something like that. I remember being sad for a while. Uh, I remember being late for school and I was reprimanded for that. That made me feel even worse. And, you know, I don't remember much about the dog. I remember walking. We used to let her out. A couple of things. Sorry. We used to, I would walk the dog periodically around the neighborhood. And at night, we would let the dog out and run around the town. Just just go out. And then you'd call her. She'd come back eventually. But, I mean, that's that's what we did. You know, I don't, I couldn't even imagine doing that now, but that's what we did back in the, what is that? Probably seventies. Since uh, Daisy's passing, um, we talked about not having another pet. We have another dog, Rhodey. She's about nine years old. And after she's gone, like being pet free for a while. But, uh, you know, I've never had a cat. 
I'd like to experience life with a cat. Although I am, I have allergies to cats. It's not terrible, but you know, my nose gets itchy. I do sneeze. Like if they rub their nose on me, I get kind of welts or, you know, you get a red mark and it's itchy. It's really weird. But, um, I have heard that many people who have cats are allergic to cats. People have dogs are allergic to dogs, etc. But, um, you know, I just like to experience living with a cat, but I don't want a cat box. <laughs> I don't want a cat box. That cat's going to have to learn how to do its business outside like a dog. Dog doesn't have a dog box. Why? Why? Dogs, there's no dog box. Maybe there is a dog box and I don't know about it. I just, you know, the dog goes outside. That's what a dog does. Cats pee and poo inside. No, <laughs> that wouldn't be my cat, but anyway. So, um, had a conversation on that night, that the night that we euthanized Daisy, we were, at least and I are both feeling very emotional. I'm like, we need to come and podcast about it. I want to have a conversation about this in the podcast studio, come in here and let's talk about it. We need to talk about it. I need to talk about it. Well, why we were here getting things going, trying to, some technical problems, but it never, it doesn't matter much. Our friend Amit called. And so I just uh, put him on speakerphone and recorded it with the computer. And then the audio isn't spectacular, but I think um, it um, captures everything about the dog, Daisy. And, you know, it wasn't just me and Elise that loved this dog, but Amit really loved Daisy. Um, and um, it shows. So here's that uh, talk. I don't know, it's not really a conversation. It's more of a, a chat between all three of us. Um, and thanks, uh, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate you. Amit Sharma. How are you? Doing okay, man. Actually. Yeah, dude, I have, uh, I just have no words, dude. I, uh, I just feel bad now. So, um, yeah. Well, thanks, Amit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Um, how was your day today? What did you do today? Well, I didn't sleep well last night. Euthanized Daisy about, uh... 8.30. 8.30 this morning. 8.15. We've got you on speakerphone, by the way. Elise is Hi, here. Hi, Amit. Hi, Elise. Um, and that was extremely difficult. Been a profound day. Difficult but yeah. profound. And um, buried her, and then just have been sad. And then we went to work late today. Lisa went in around noon. I went in around one. She got back home at five something. Yeah, five o'clock. Five o'clock. I got home at seven thirty. 
<clears throat> then we talked and ate dinner, had pizza and beer, and talked about Daisy and talked about work and talked about life and came out here right in the podcast studio right now talking about Daisy. Right. I'm trying I to get the. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna share. Uh, I'm gonna share. Uh, Share, share a few amazing memories of Daisy, if I can. Yeah, go ahead. Um, first time I went to Daisy was when uh, I was having a full party party at my place. No, 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 no. I was having a shot of Jaeger with Elise, and you walked in with Daisy, and Daisy just basically slipped everyone and jumped on everyone. And then when you were about to take off, Daisy, Daisy was like hanging out with me. And you have to like tell her, Trudy, come home. Mm -hmm. and, then, oh, uh, and, and, and then after that, I don't know, she just accepted me. And then we used to go for a walk and she never needed a leash. And then every time we had to cross the street, she would look back, she would look at you. And if you say, yes, go ahead. And then she would go ahead. And, uh, she would do that. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah, she wouldn't. She didn't really need a leash. She would stop at every crosswalk. Yeah, yeah. She would just, and she would turn around and look at you. You know, hey, do I have your permission? And it's like, yeah, go ahead. And then we have our permission. And then uh, if you just touch her, uh, as you pick her and you touch her, she's she's such a whiny, spoiled brat. She's like, ah, too tight, gentle. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but yeah, dude, taking care of Daisy when you guys were in uh, Greece. In Europe, Greece, it was fun. And then uh, uh, the best part is whenever you come home, she's just going to go on a scratching tantrum on the floor uh, with her real leg. Scratching tantrum, uh, I love it. Yeah, she, she, would, she would consider she's a boat. She just transformed herself into a boat. And now she can basically slide on the surface. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just like so remarkable, you know. Uh, but, but yeah, I I I'm completely understanding. You know, age thirteen about gives you the understanding that nothing is forever. You know. Yeah. Uh, but your decision yeah. was right, Tom. You know, your decision was right. She was going through a lot of pain and. Uh, I really well understand your position with this. You know, I'm sure she is, she's okay with the decision that you took, but, you know, I just, <coughs> emotions is something that I've not come in terms with, you know, it is something that I just don't understand. What do you understand? Emotions. I just don't get emotions, man. I, I cannot uh, contain emotions sometimes, so I tend to Go away from it. Safer that way. I mean, emotions yeah. are difficult, and sometimes it's easier to just to just back off than to yeah, you know um, feel okay with it. It's cool, man. Right. And I yeah yeah. I mean, I really wanted to call and you know talk to you yesterday, but uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, dude. I think Daisy lived a wonderful life. I mean, she did everything to entertain us. <laughs> and uh, she, um, she's an amazing dog, dude. I think she's amazing. And she lived a very lovely life, you know? Um, and, and that's what 
our value, you know. Uh, you didn't torture her, which was good. You only tortured her on the name of treats, which is actually acceptable, you know. What do you say? Tortured her in the name of treats. Yeah. You know, so uh, if you if you if you touch her cookie jar, no matter in what corner of the house she is, she's just gonna be right in front of you, like magically. <laughs> you know, that's that's so. We and, were, uh, Amit, we were talking about that today, how she could hear it when you brought the cheese out of the refrigerator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, it hasn't been oh, that way in a long time. Poor love. It has not been like that for a very long time. She couldn't. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't hear. She didn't have energy. It's been a long time. Right. Yeah, I, I, I bet she, 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 she could hear very well. She was just pretending like I'm done with your show. Okay. <laughs> I'm done yeah. entertaining you. I'm entertaining way too much. Dog TV is off air right now. Deal with it. Yeah. You know? Uh -huh. that, that, that's what I think she, she ended up saying. She figured you out, figured you out, guys. That's what I think. So, uh, so yeah, man. I think, I think you know, I, you know I, it's easier to have been done. I think that she deserves a celebration of her life and she deserves, she deserves that respect that, for joy that she gave us, you know? Sure. We took a really tough decision, but, um, it's not, it's really not good to, to, to see it in so much pain, man. You know? You're here on it. Good call. So, uh, as, as touching this decision, I, you know, that earlier, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, how was the beer? How was the beer? Yeah. It's good. We're drinking Arrogant Bastard beer. Of course. Of course you're drinking an Arrogant Bastard beer. Having whiskey, too. And a whiskey, too? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You don't believe, Tom. I think when I wake up in the morning, I think about coffee, breakfast. Uh, what do I need to cook so that I can feed myself? These are the idealistic thoughts I get up and I, I have in the morning. Today I woke up, okay? Today I woke up. The first thought that came to my mind is Daisy Munga. No. I am serious. The first thought that came to my mind was Daisy Munga, and I'm like, You are such an amazing dog. You are such an amazing dog. So, uh, yeah. That's yeah. really sweet of you, Amit. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, I think she enriched my life, dude. I mean, come on. She enriched my life. But I have gone through stress in 20, 2011 and 2012. She would just sit by right next to me, go for a walk whenever I told her to. You know, I mean, uh, I used to sneak in from the back door, and she used to just know it was me, so she would not go on the barking tantrum. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, That's awesome. You know, so uh, they 
was we were bad. But uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, I mean, I I cannot feel you, but I know how big your heart is. But I wanted to know that you guys took a very constructive decision for BZ. You know. So uh, it's a tough decision, but it's a decision that had to be taken at some point. Thanks, so, Alma. Uh, so yeah. So let's have a bit breathing and let's have a beer on her name. You know? Let's let's let, I'll have a shot of. I I I you know I, I it's been three years I'm out of this game, but I pour I pour some whiskey in a glass and I'll have whiskey with you. Mmm. Cheers. I need to find it there. <laughs> it's been three um, years since you've had whiskey? Uh, yeah, I, uh, at least I have good alcohol. Bravo, Mr. Sharma. I only drink it socially when it's, it's like, okay, I'm usually the odd person here who's not drinking. So it's like, okay, I'll have a sip. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I have Crown Royal. Ooh, so, la uh, la. Daisy gets the I fancy know. business. Here's to Daisy. Okay. Here's to Daisy. Here's, here's to Daisy, guys. Here's to Daisy. Here's to one of the most amazing dogs that we had the pleasure to raise. Amen. At one point in our life. You know, I mean, it was an honor to raise her. I was going to lie to you. It was an honor to raise her. Thanks, Amit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, dear. I'm going to be drunk by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, dude. She doesn't give an F at the moment. I mean, I mean, Amit, you got to understand that for the last several months, Daisy's just basically slept all the time. I mean, Sunday evening, we were in the, on the front porch and Rhody was trying to play with Daisy? No, it was Monday evening. Mm -hmm. And Rhody was doing her little paw bounce thing in front of Daisy and you know, rolling on the ground next to her, bumping into her and just, Daisy cannot engage. She's so she was, pardon me, she was just so she's so feeble and out of it. Right. She would like walk up to like the water dish, like, I'm going to get a drink of water, and then stand there at the water dish, looking at the wall. And do that for a couple minutes. And look down and go, oh, there's water. And stare. Then she might drink a little water. Then stare. Then go, tick, 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 with her, because her claws clicked on the floor. And turn, like, to her right and stare for a couple minutes or stand for several minutes and just stare off into space and not do anything. And other than that, she was pretty much laying down and sleeping. Yeah. She'd go outside, go potty, and stare. Yeah, she'd make it outside. You know, she'd all Every time, she never, well, wet or, you know, <laughs> a 
<laughs> Once we installed the dog door. Once we installed the dog door, she never uh, relieved herself in the house. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But the reason we had to put the dog door in was Daisy was relieving herself in the house two, yeah. three times a day. Oh, dear. Oh, yes, oh, dear is correct. We have no rugs in our home anymore. We do, too. There's two. We got yeah. rid of a big rug, and we got rid of a, a couple rugs, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, conceptually speaking, of 16 years, for, for 15 years, she was one of the best dogs Amen. ever. Amen. You know, one of the best dogs ever. Ready to please you anytime, ready to do anything on your command. I mean, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, Mm. I, yeah, I, I just love her. She's just such a lovely. So, I want to show you the philosophy, okay? I'm going to show you the philosophy here. Okay. The Indian ecology suggests that uh, before we take a human form, we take forms of all the living creatures. You said the last form that people take before they become a human was a tree. Yes, for the wisest one. For the wisest one. Oh, so you're not wise. Um, yes. I thought that you would have figured out that by now. <laughs> I've known each other for 12 years, more than a decade. Okay? I probably would have figured that by now, but too late because you have too bad of you, dude. Uh, so you are very loyal. tell you something yes. having to euthanize your pet is one of the most 
I'll use what my friend Tom Perry says, one of the most excruciating things I've ever done. It was one of the most excruciating things I've ever done. Oh, that uh, putting euthanizing Daisy. Oh, really? It was horrible, man. Because, one, you kind of, well, we knew that she had to go. And knew that most people wait too long. Because they want to make sure that the pet is not... That it's going, not too early. Yeah, it's not too early. You're making sure you get every day, right? Yeah. Well... The one measure is that they have, you measure good days and bad days. And it, she didn't, like, she had a week of bad days. And then last night and today, she was actually pretty good. She was able to get up and go about and eat. eat. She ate a lot, more than she has in days. She ate, Amit, in the last... Two days, Daisy has eaten more than she's eaten in a week. Really? Yeah. And it was like maybe a third of a cup of chicken. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. She wasn't eating at all. She could hardly walk around. She you remember how much Daisy likes food, right? Yeah. Daisy hasn't been eating for months. Yeah very difficult to get her to eat anything. It's very trying. Like, put anything in front of her. Dog bacon. Food. Bacon. She wouldn't eat bacon. Pork chops. Hamburger. Uh, peanut butter. Peanut butter. Cheese. Ice cream. Ice cream. Nothing. But you'd find something she would eat, like... Uh, Potato chips. Like today, yeah, she ate potato chips. And she likes, we had, we were house-sitting Raleigh, who was a big collie, and she yeah. liked Raleigh's dog food. So she ate, like, what? Thirteen. She ate 13 of his kibble and two potato chips. That's what she had for the day. That was a good day. That was a good day. Thank you. Yeah. So it was, uh, well, you know what, she, we knew that she wasn't getting better. There is no getting better. Yeah, yeah. It's just going to get worse. Right. And just having it done is just, it's so heart-wrenching. Well, like, over the, was it Friday, I think? I was home for lunch, and we, we put a ramp off of the, uh, yeah. deck to help her get down to the yard because she can't do steps anymore. Oh, dear. And the ramp spans the entire length of the north end of the deck. But the ramp had worked its way away from the deck, so there was a gap of about six or seven inches. Mm -hmm. And I happened to be outside, and she just misjudged that gap and fell in the crack, and there was no way she could get out. I had to help her get out. Oh, dear. And the thought of her falling and getting stuck in a hole or, I mean, it just, she's just too weak to navigate that stuff, you know? Right. Ugh. 
Well, that was painful, but she really wasn't in pain. If she was in pain, she didn't show it. But she was not eating. She could not eat. So, like, you put, like, she would get, like, a piece of sausage. You give her a piece of pasta, so, pasta give her a piece of sausage, put it right in front of her mouth. Right in front, and she'd sniff it and turn her head, sniff it and turn her head. Then she kind of, like, grew, like, barely open her mouth and kind of put her teeth on it and let go. And then she'd kind of grab it and then spit it out and look at you like, I can eat that. Then you try another piece and she would grab it and then she might eat it. But it was like, it's like she would look at it and go, I want to eat, but I can't eat. I just can't. And for Daisy to do that, Daisy loved food. Loved it. So, you know, that's, uh, it's very difficult to see that. And we were trying yeah. everything every day. What'd you call it, Elise? Food gymnastics. Food Olympics. Food Olympics. Will she eat hamburger? Will she eat some pork? Will she eat a bacon? Will she eat... A biscuit. A biscuit. Yeah, Rice, she likes those biscuits. Yogurt. She would eat dog biscuits peas. once in a while. Yeah, peas, anything. Dog treats. She wouldn't eat dog treats. Once in a while, she'd eat a biscuit. But she wouldn't eat dog treats. She wouldn't eat anything, man. Anything we could try to get her to eat, we would get her to eat it. And it just didn't matter. So the last vet appointment, which was last Wednesday, um, took her in. The dogs, the, you know, she said, well, this is it. You know, you, it's time for you to let her go. And I'm like, oh, my God. You know, she's not getting better. She went from 19 pounds. The last time she used to weigh 19 pounds. This is what? Last year. Last year, say. And then a month ago, two months ago, we took her in. She was 15 pounds. And this time when we took her in, she was 11.8. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and she was, just was not eating. Just wasn't eating. Like, maybe... The upshot was... The upshot was the vet said... The vet said that all of her, her body parts were working well. Like, her legs were working well. She didn't seem to have any abdominal pain. Her parts and pieces worked. It's just she was so frail that... Well, it all... There's a long story here, but it, she was she had a, a acute pancreatitis, um, which is not does not really help. It started the whole thing. It's what it started the whole thing, and she just went downhill from there. And uh, yeah. Anyway. The, yeah, you know, when, when someone does not eat a drill, it indicates that the person has just that 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 little thing has just given up on. Well, it's not. It wasn't that she would gave up on life. Is that she just couldn't eat it? It's not that she just didn't. She didn't want to eat. She just couldn't. Her interest in food stayed. Yeah, she was interested in food. You're in the kitchen. She was waiting for you to drop something. That's for sure. And if you drop something, she'd go there and sniff it, and then Rody would get it. She'd put it in her mouth and spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been difficult last while. Yeah. Tom, 
you are a person with a kindness and the kindness of the heart. You will never take any decision to, to put anyone in pain or give anyone any hurt, be it physical or be it mental. For you to take such a tough decision, it was a selfless decision in the interest of Daisy. You did, you guys did everything for her, you know? But again, you know, in, in dog years, I believe she's almost 80 years old, 90 years old. Uh, 16 times 7 is 112? Oh my god. She, wow. She has a very good life. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's not that um, she had a, she went through terrible owners and she had to learn her way to get along. She had a very lovely life. She, um, she has seen Washington State. She has seen few houses in Idaho. I mean, I I understand today is painful, but last fifteen years they have been so full of joy and love. Yeah. They outweigh the pain that she was going through, and, and I know the feelings that you are having right now are. Are emotional, but if we had not taken this decision today, something would have happened later on, which would result in the same outcome. Yeah, it's that whole you know. Uh, my main thing was I didn't want to have any regret. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to regret not having to make the decision soon enough where it's desperate now she's she's in pain she's just going in the house she's peeing and pooing in the in her bed she's uh, just just lays there we have to force feed her i mean that that wasn't going to happen i'm not going to yeah. force feed my dog that's just not going to happen yeah. um but we did have to force feed her pills and that and some medication did help, um, but overall, you know, um, it we even this morning, I was talking to Elise and I said we're doing the right thing, right? We're making the right decision, and because I mean we could call it off. I mean we had that choice, but it was the right decision. Because yeah, yeah, dude, she yeah. couldn't. She would. It was so sad, Amit. Oh my God. She'd be laying on somewhere in the house, like on a, you know, like a pillow we have or a blanket. And she'd try to get up, but she'd try to get up and go on the floor, on the hardwood floor, and she would just slip around because she has no strength. So she couldn't yeah. stand up. It was really yeah. sad. Right. And she'd fall down two or three times. Yeah, and then she'd fall down. She'd go, yeah, she'd fall down. It was, it was sad. No, no, Tom, no. I, I just cannot see her in so much project and painful state, dude. It just not, it didn't feel good to see her in so much. And if it's a helpless, like, why? Why should I have to let her go through this? You know? And uh, I think that the constructive decision that was in the best interest so that she doesn't have to suffer more pain 
um, and, and they're hiding, you know. It's, yeah. it's tough, tough position today. In a week from now, something will happen, and it would have been even more uh, painful decision for you to take, you know. At least the one way I look at it is, she was not eating for a few days, and, and now she today and yesterday she ate good. So she got she got a good meal, you know. Yeah, I'd so, rather I'd rather go out on a full tummy. Yeah, right. I mean, she didn't she didn't go she didn't she didn't, she didn't pass away hungry, which I think is good in a certain way that she was well fed, and I I can't tell you how good it feels when you're well fed, you know. So I think she had that feeling. So, uh, so yeah, um, it was really hard on it where, you know, she's laying down, we put her in the, like, you know, where our house is, we have that window for a back door. It's like the back door is almost all window, mm -hmm. all glass and put her in a blanket and the sunshine right there, laid her out and the doctor gave her a sedative. And Elise is holding her head. And I just wanted her to, I just wanted her to see me for the last time. Like, I wanted to be the last thing she saw. Um, so I just looked at her in the eyes the whole time. And then uh, she just got, you can just see her whole body just kind of limp because she was unsedative. And the doctor gave her, Dr. Kurt, who was awesome. And she was crying with us the whole time. And Dr. Kurt gave her the shot of stuff and the drugs that make her die. And within a minute, she was dead. As soon as they gave it to her. Elise says as soon as they gave it to her, she was dead. Oh, yeah. It can take minutes, up to 15 you got COVID, you got to talk about Yeah, so it can take up, you know, up to 15 minutes for them to die sometimes. It was instant. And it was pretty instant. Ready to go. Oh, my bless her heart. She gave us so much love, and I think she lived a very wonderful life. I think she, we were so fortunate to have her as a part of our life, Tom. And uh, Tom, I know it was painful today, but it was a, it was, it was a constructive decision along the way. Yeah. Please be known at that time. It is, um, yeah, she was, she was getting there. She was at the doors of the heaven now. She was standing at the door of heaven and yeah. She's a good dog. Oh, yes. And you know, I'm. she chose me. Right. When we were, when I uh, was getting the puppies, she followed me around when I was looking at all the other dogs. There were six puppies. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And Candace says, well, I've got my dog. Have you chosen one? And I was like, no, I didn't really, none of them were very smart to me. I like I mean, they're fun. They're puppies. But the mm -hmm. owner of the puppies was like, uh, hey, well, why don't you take that one? It's just been following you around the whole time. 
Like, I haven't even seen it. This one, this little one? He's like, yeah. Like, okay. I just picked it up. He goes, you sure you want that one? I'm like, yeah. And then, so Daisy really picked me. Wow. 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 Yeah. What's funny is that at the end of Daisy's life, it was Rhodey that was getting excited, and Daisy's like, hey, what's going on? Why are you so excited? Yeah, we knew it was, uh, you know, end times when you come home and there's just Rhodey at the door, no Daisy. first night that we got Rhodey, because we found Rhodey literally in the road. Mm-hmm. We bring her home, and I happen to have a, a crate, a, you know, a dog crate. Mm-hmm. And we bring it inside, and we put a blanket in it, and we're like, okay, puppy, it's time to go in the crate. And we're like, get in the, come on, go in the crate, right? We're trying to, trying to teach it how to go in the crate. It's just looking at us, and Rhodey's giving us this look, turning her head back and forth, and Daisy goes in the crate. Rhodey follows her, and then Daisy comes out of the crate, and just like you know, showing her, teaching her how to go in a crate. Wow! 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 What a good sis! Oh, that's lovely! Oh, that's lovely! 
Yeah. I mean, for, for the amount of love that she has given us, it's just impeccable, you know? I've, 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 I've known dogs who are rebellious. I've known dogs who do things that makes taking them out very difficult. No, Daisy was not that. Daisy was leveled on, you know? She, she doesn't even need a leash. She doesn't even need a leash. I, I remember, I know we used to go for a walk, um, and then right opposite of La Casa, no, no, La Casa. What is that Mexican rest, Mexican place? Uh, um, on Main Street? Uh, on Main Street, yeah, what is that? La Casa. La Casa Lopez. No, 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 oh, excuse me, on 6th Street. Oh, Patty's. Patty's Kitchen. Patty's Kitchen, yeah. Right opposite the Patty's Kitchen, do you remember there's a small uh, area with tracks and and grass around? Yeah, yeah, there's a park there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Daisy used to be on leash to that point, and then we used to take the leash off, and we used to, used to say, Daisy, go. And Daisy would just go around running everywhere, jumping and hopping, and then... And then you say, okay, Daisy, time to go. And she'll just come back right next to you and say, okay, time to put the leash on me. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so lovely. So lovely. You know? Uh, yeah. The only, the only concern that I had with Daisy was that uh, she was walking through sometimes in an event she wanted to leave marks on her from point A to point B. That was the only one thing a couple of times that she did. And, uh, but other than that, um... You know what else she liked to do? She liked to poop on things. She liked to poop on a rock. Huh. She liked, she liked to poop on bricks. She liked to poop on things. Or if there's a leaf to poop on, she would poop on it. Huh. So, at least just looks up. She's like, yeah, oh God. Because she would, she would just poop on things. <laughs> like you go one time we were walking down an alley and there's like literally somebody had like a little pile of bricks she got up on the pile of bricks and pooped on the top of the bricks because she liked to poop she on she stuck a shit to Katie and Jeremiah's wall under a step <laughs> what? <laughs> really? that's Daisy oh. And she would let you know, like, uh, remember when we went to Christmas? We walk in the house, and Daisy just pees right in the foyer at Scott's house. Remember that? We just walk she in. She was not happy to be there. Yeah, she just walks in and goes, it's lists a leg and pees. Squats. Pees. Fuck this shit. Took her, walked her around the yard a little bit before we went in. Yeah. And then she was like, no, wait. Peed inside. Cunt. Oh, what a brat. What a brat. Yeah. She loved the snow. She'd go, she was just, she would bounce through the snow. She loved it. She loved running through the snow. She loved, like, putting her, like, running. She used to run and push her nose through the snow. The very first time, like, she was only months old. I think it was New Year's Eve. We went up into the mountains with friends. My, this is what Candace, when I say we, it was like my girlfriend Candace. She had a little puppy too for the same litter. Uh, the dog's name is Wyatt, the male version of Daisy. 
and um, but not as smart. And we went up the hills, and they got like four feet of snow. And so they're tromping around with us in the, all this snow. I mean, the snow's coming up to my hip. And they, they're just tromping through the snow, following us, like bouncing through the snow. She, oh. always, she loves snow. Wow. Wow. I didn't know about that part that Well, I'm a, hey man, thanks for calling. Of course, Tom. Of course. Um, Tom, I understand that today is a tough day for you. I want you to know that the decision that you have taken is, is a very bad hard decision, and I am very much supported. Um, get through today, Tom. Just get through today. Okay? Okay. And, it's uh, not just me, though. It's Elise, too. And Elise, of course. Of course. Elise. Yeah, man. You're the best. You know it. Love you. Love Thank you. Love. You're, you. We really appreciate you, Amit. Thank you, Elise. Hey, and by the way, Amit, we've recorded this whole conversation. Yeah, we're trying. Actually, we came into the podcast studio to record. Like we we're just gonna sit there. I said, "I've got. I have to do something. I want to talk about Daisy. What an amazing okay. dog she was. You know how she knew all these tricks, and how uh, just what you know how she had impact. And you know now and then you called, and uh, so we just we're just recording it on the computer. Just using the computer speaker or, mi or microphone. Yeah. And uh, have you on on uh, speakerphone and uh, recording it? Yeah, um, I just want want you know to calm down. Um, when I have taken Daisy out for a walk, and uh, sometimes when I want to impress Louise, I used to tell Daisy to do some tricks, and Daisy would do it right away. She did help me get one phone number when I was a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Attaboy. <laughs> <laughs> what happened after that is a completely different story, but Daisy was my ringman once, a ring woman once, and she did everything she could to get me a phone number. So I will never forget that. Oh. I'm sure we'll never forget that. Nice. You know? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I celebrate her. She's one of the most amazing dogs, and I've just been a pleasure and pleasure of my life to, to know her. And you have done an amazing job. You know, raising her. You have given her nothing but love and care, you know. And the same Elise, you have done the same thing. Thanks, man. Uh, I remember she had a tooth pain, and you took her to the hospital and made sure that her tooth pain was gone. I can't, I can't think of anyone who's as loving as you guys are. Oh. Okay? Yeah. So, uh, Stay strong, get through today, 
for tonight. Wherever she is, I'm I'm sure she's she's in peace at least, you know? Definitely. So, uh, on that that note, stay strong, guys. We love you, Amit. Love you guys more. (laughs) Bye. Have a good night. You too, friend. Bye. Bye. I'm done, dude. Me too.